0: we come to this place for magic we come to pop over Review to laugh to cry to drink because we need that all of us that indescribable feeling we get when we hit the play button and go somewhere we've never been before sound that i can feel somehow heartbreak feels good in a place like this not just entertained but somehow reborn together pop Poor review we make movie podcasts better Hey guys, welcome to Pop Poor Review the Movie Podcast. I am Matt. Once again, as I told you last week, if you listened last week, if you're listening today for the first time, welcome. But as I told you last week, uh, me, Jim, and Kelly are all moving in together, so our schedules are all crazy for the next little bit. So for this month, instead of giving you no new episodes while we couldn't film together, I decided to come on and do a couple special episodes. So that's why you're only going to hear me uh, this episode. But this week we are doing uh, a Oscars predictions. For the 94th Academy Awards. I'm also going to be doing one closer to the Oscars for YouTube. um, Because a lot of the guilds are going to be happening in the next week or two. Before, the, like, right before the Oscars. So, they weren't happening before this episode drops. So, I'm going to do one here. And then I'm going to do, like, this is, like, the final. And then I'm going to do, like, a final final once all the guilds uh, have kind of announced their awards and kind of put the pieces together there as well so if you want to hear a more up-to-date one after listening to this one please listen to my youtube video about the final final predictions that's going to be closer to the oscars i'll be promoting it on social so like i said this is the quote-unquote final predictions for the 94th academy awards this is week two in our awards month uh next week is our third annual pop awards a favorite of mine for the podcast it's pretty much like our version of the oscars we nominate we vote it's a great time. And the fourth week and the final week is a recap of the 94th Academy Awards. So it is a fun month. If you like if you like the Oscars, it's definitely a fun month to check out on our podcast. And just before we actually get into to the um, predictions that I'm going to have, uh, I wanted to say the drink. And the drink is the contender. I could have been a contender. It is tequila, coin trow, cranberry juice, Sprite, and lemon juice. So if you're sitting listening to me talk about the predictions, pour a glass. When you watch the Oscars uh, later this month or a glass of the contender to send us a pic of your uh, of your contender drink. So for this episode I'm predicting all the awards for the 94th Academy Awards like I said but I left out these short films because I really did not see them. So it's hard for me to kind of predict something that I didn't really see any of them. So sorry if you were excited for that. I, I, I just I felt weird just being like okay I'm gonna put whatever I see as the front runner. Like I wanted to do some research and kind of have my knowledge of the film as well so i didn't do the short films everything else i'm doing so and you know what we're going to start with the awards that the oscars thought were not good enough for the live broadcast because fuck the oscars but yeah, i'm talking about the oscars so it's kind of like a oxymoron but we're going to start with the ones they cut to kind of give as much of an honor to them as we could so we're going to start with film editing here are the nominees for film editing they are don't look up dune king richard the Power of the Dog, and Tick, Tick, Boom. I'm making my prediction a little... It's it's literally no one's choice. Uh, no one's really saying this is going to win, but I just have a feeling it's going to. I'm going to go with... A lot of people are predicting Dune, but I'm not one of those people, so this is my prediction. Tick, Tick, Boom. I think that they are going to win, uh, and here's my reasoning why. I looked at all the prediction, like, Gold Derby didn't say it, uh, IndieWire didn't say Variety didn't say it, like, they all have it pretty far up bottom on their lists, but the reason why I'm saying this is because I looked at the previous, like, Ace Awards, uh, the Editing Guild, and I, Tick Tick Boom won Best Comedy, and King Richard Best, won Best Drama, so I was looking, okay, like, how does that correlate with the Oscars, usually, Based on that, they really don't go with the... like They go with the, the best drama mostly sometimes, like who will win. And rarely does the comedy get a win. So you're thinking, why are you choosing this? Because, actually, I feel like the Oscars aren't as predicted by the Ace Awards. or the Ace Or the Editing Guild. Because there are ones that won the Guild and then did not win the Oscar. And a different one won the Oscar. So... I just feel like that this is the movie to be like, everyone's always like, oh, they're not going to win. And then it wins. And I feel like that's going to be tick, tick, boom for best editing. I just have that gut feeling. I'm also a little biased because I love tick, tick, boom. And the editing was superior. I don't know. It's, it. I would I was going to say King Richard maybe because it won the, the, the drama editing, the dramatic film editing award. I, I, but they don't do it enough to make me say it has to be King Richard. They actually choose more like, oh, it didn't win either. We're choosing this one. I don't know. Part of me thinks if Netflix's campaign was strong enough for Tick Tick Boom, and it was in people's faces and it's in their minds and they're not, they're kind of like remembering it. I think it can help. Also, like the therapy scene in that movie is a great example of the editing in this movie, and it's just I think the editing is also very well balanced between, you know, the flat like it's like the live stage show and the flashback. I think people would like that type of editing for this movie. There's just a lot of examples of good editing in this film. That is. Best editing, and we'll see who wins. I'm probably going to say that a lot, so get ready for that little saying. We'll, we'll see who wins. So the next category we're going to talk about is best makeup and hairstyling. So here are the nominees for that category. It is Coming to America, Cruella, Dune, The Eyes of Tammy Faye, House of Gucci. This one actually is a little tricky. Um, This one prob- this one took me a while because I was like, what? where am I feeling the breadcrumbs? You know, kind of following the clues. And I really think it could be one of these three. Well, let me, let me tell you my prediction and I'll, I'll kind of explain why it's mine and where some other possible ones, but these are the ones I'm thinking is going to win. Cause I was going to do like, should I put like spoilers for it? But I was like, I'm going to pick one definitive one and then kind of play around with who could win maybe two. So my, my prediction is Corella for best makeup and hairstyling. And it was not my first choice. I had a couple other ones in this slot and after doing some research, I, I put Corella. So once again, I went back to the guilds for makeup, hairstyling. And it seems like the Oscars, except for a couple times, usually the winner of best period piece makeup or best period or character makeup um, at the guilds, a lot of times wins best makeup and hairstyling. So like Ma Rainey's Black Bottom won the Oscars last year at one best period or character makeup, except for 2019. That was bombshell. That was a contemporary one. But Vice, Darkest Hour, Suicide Squad, Mad Max Fury Road, Grand Budapest Pest Hotel and Dallas Buyers Club. All of those won Best Period and or Character Makeup. And then they went to go win Best Makeup and hairstyling at the Oscars. So that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Seven since 2013. That's the trend. I mean, that's a pretty consistent trend. So my only, I mean, like I had Eyes of Tammy Faye because I'm like, that just seems like an awards winner it just seems like people would love to go for that because it's like it's it's kind of like a Moraine's black bottom where like it it, it wasn't so perfect like it they really put like detail into it to make it look like kind of not bad but like it wasn't oh it wasn't pristine all the time it, it really had like definition to it if that's the right word i'm sorry if it's not um so i was like oh it's gonna be eyes of tammy Faye, and then i was looking at all the lists and they're saying like eyes of tammy Faye, or coming to it. a lot of people a lot of people at first, said coming to America, because it's just like it's like a Norbit or like stuff like that, where it's like so much or Cloud Atlas. I don't know if Cloud Atlas, I don't know if Cloud Atlas won, but the ones where it's like so much character makeup, like special effects makeup, they like they like to do that as well. So I was like, okay, like maybe coming to America, but then I was like, no, maybe it's Eyes of Tammy Faye, and maybe they're going to go towards that route. And then I'm looking, and I'm like, okay, let me see this trend, and like everyone's saying that's that's a pretty definitive trend like that's like usually whoever wins best period or character makeup at the makeup and hairstyle guild awards i mean nine out of ten it's gonna it's gonna be the winner so i was like okay maybe it's cruella but i was like i don't know like is it gonna be cruella like that's that's a very it's interesting it's interesting i really didn't know because i was i, w- I had eyes at Tammy Faye all the way and i was like oh i'm gonna do this definitely it's easy then i started doing some research and i'm like well fuck like maybe it's not so i have cruella that's my pick for the nomination. So we'll 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 have to see. Like I said, you're gonna hear that phrase a lot. Um, but I think it could. I think I think it's gonna be Corella based on the information I have right now. Could it be Eyes of Tammy Fay? Yes. And could even coming to America squeeze in there? I wouldn't be shocked. That's what this episode should be called. We'll have to wait and see, because I'm about to say that fucking a hundred times. Okay. So our next category is best original score. The nominees are Don't Look Up. Dune, Encanto, Parallel Mothers, and The Power of the Dog. Actually, I thought this was a clear-cut winner. I don't know why, going into it. I thought, I my mean, my pick is Dune, you know, for best score. Uh, and I thought that was a pretty clear-cut, kind of like case-closed situation. And doing my research with the guilds, I was wrong. I mean, I'm looking at Gold Derby right now. There's a Power of the Dog at number one. There's Dune at number one. There's Encanto at number one. There's... Dune, 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 and conto Power Dog, Dune. Dune. Dune, 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 Power Dog, Dune. Power Dog, Dune, Dune. So it seems like most people think Dune is going to win with the possible Power of the Dog upset. Predictors like Gold Derby, Variety, IndieWire, all that stuff, they're going with Dune. So, and that's that's what I went with. So if Power of the Dog like, sweeps this year, I can see them giving it to Power of the Dog because it's just, you know, it's like that movie at the Oscars. It's just like once they get a bunch of stuff, they get everything. So, but looking at some of the guilds. Like the um, Hollywood Music and Media Awards, uh, Don't Look Up actually won for best fe- for best uh, feature film score, and Kanto actually wasn't even nominated for this for the animated film uh, category. And then science fiction fantasy film Dune won. It's like Do you go based on and for best independent foreign film, it's Parallel Mothers. So if you got a a win, but it's like more of a genre win, does that count? I mean, like I said, Dune. So that's my pick but Don't Look Up has that and then when I went to the Society of Composers and Lyricists Awards uh th- those winners Encanto won Best Original Scorer for a Studio Film and then like Green Knight won best uh for a best score in an independent film. It's very interesting actually. I mean like Don't Look Up got got like, a couple like a couple of awards. They got four awards, which isn't like terrible. It's not it's not a lot, but it's it's a, it's a solid number for a movie. I just don't know how much love they're going to give to this movie and I feel like Dune is has the chance to sweep all the technical awards, or it's going to like win a certain few and I feel like score is like that certain few so this one was more up in the air than I thought, so you know i'm gonna st- I'm gonna stick with dune to be honest with you I don't think there's gonna be an upset, and i mean I could I literally could be a hundred percent wrong, but i really i I don't see there being an upset with that so And there's like a small chance there could be a few, but I just don't think those are going to be strong enough to beat Dune. Also, it's Hans Zimmer and like a very big name and stuff like that. Uh, So, yeah, that's that that's my pick for original score. And let's move on to the next one. And that is production design. So let's see the nominees for best production design. And that is Dune, Nightmare Alley, The Power of the Dog, The Tragedy Macbeth, West Side Story. To me, I feel like it's a two way race between Dune and Nightmare Alley. When you look at the guild, or the production design guild and who won that award this year, uh, for period film, it was Nightmare Alley. For fantasy film, it was Dune. And for contemporary film, it was No Time to Die. Um, no Time to Die is not nominated, so I can cross that off the list. So Dune and Nightmare Alley won. So it's once again like, which award do you take more seriously? So I mean like going through, kind of lining up the period of film fantasy film and contemporary films with who won the oscar for best production design over the years it's a majority of the period of film with a couple with with more than a couple of fantasy films uh peppered in there and very few contemporary films in there it's actually a very hard one my, my my prediction let me let me say that i haven't said that yet my prediction is nightmare alley for best production design like i said with best score don't look up it got four nominees and so name nightmare alley. So it's like the Academy kind of liked that movie, not a ton, not to give it like more than five, um, but not little because it could have got, like, got like two nominations, you know, and it got, and, and, and it got past pictures. So I, I don't know if like they're looking for a nominee, a nomination to give it or like a win to give it for the Oscars. Like this would definitely be the one to give it uh, for production design. But if Dune sweeping, it can easily go to Dune, but based on the track record, it seemed like period pieces mostly. Like yes, there were there. I think there was like a, there was four fantasy films compared to one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Just uh, like kind of just going through a couple. So obviously, period piece kind of usually outweighs the fantasy film, and I'm kind of taking out contemporary because very few have won from contemporary. I think like as I can see, just really quickly, was La, La Land was just one of them in the predicting websites. They're kind of leaning towards... It's kind of split between Dune and Nightmare Alley as well. See the, like, the predicting websites and stuff? They're leaning more toward Dune, but it's still, like, pretty, like, Dune or Nightmare Alley is a number one or number two. I, now that I'm thinking about it, the more I'm looking into it, the more they're they're more not, like, a clear-cut winners. And some of these I thought were going to be kind of more, more like, oh, like, I'm pretty sure it's this unless this happens. But this is, like, it really could go either way. But... It, yeah, I'm gonna stick with my prediction, Nightmare Alley. But it, I mean, but Dune could sneak in there if it's kind of sweeping the the night. We'll kind of just have to see what happens on Oscar night. The uh, the Academy likes those like period looks and period movies, so like that's what Nightmare Alley has. But then Dune has like they created a world, so it's like which one weighs out the other. I'm gonna stick with Nightmare Alley. You know, I'm just gonna stick with my guns. So that's my prediction, Nightmare Alley. Okay, so the next category is best sound. Um, the nominees are Belfast, Dune, No Time to Die, The Power of the Dog, and West Side Story. So the awards for these guilds and stuff like that—they uh, haven't happened yet at the time I'm, I'm recording this. So I have to kind of go based off just what I think and what the other like websites are predicting. But this is a pretty to me. This is like a this is a pretty case closed situation. I think it's going to be Dune. That's my prediction is Dune for best sound. I think pretty much everyone is saying that. Most people are in agreement. I saw a couple of West Side Stories as number ones on Gold Derby. Uh, I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah, it's pretty clear cut. It's going to be Doom. Well, that was an easy one. Uh, those are the categories they are not airing at the Oscars during the actual show. So I wanted to give them a little highlight. I mean, it's not much, but I tried. And we're going to take a quick break and we'll be back with more Oscar predictions. You're not going to want to skip this break. I'm just telling you, there's going to be a giveaway. Just keep listening. We'll be right back. I got some really big news, and I'm so excited to tell you, and I'm a little jealous because I kind of wish I was getting this, but we partnered with Movies Anywhere to do an awards season movie pack giveaway. If you don't know what Movies Anywhere is, it's an app, which is free, to let you bring your favorite digital movies into one place. Like... Guys, who doesn't like having organization when it comes to your movies? Because I know I do. I hate when I'm like, okay, I got to look at this for these movies, this for that movie. This puts it all together. Ugh, oh, such a good app. And the movies in the award season movie pack are really good. West Side Story, Nightmare Alley, Belfast, Dune, and King Richard. That is half of the movies nominated for Best Picture this year. And all you need to do is these three things. Ready? Number one, listen to this episode. So if you're listening right now, you've already done this step. Number two, like our post on either Twitter... Facebook or Instagram. And then number three is comment on our post with what movie should win best picture at this year's Academy Awards. So any of those ten movies nominated for Best Picture, pick the one you think should win and comment with that movie on our post. It's just those three things. I'm gonna repeat it one more time. Number one, listen to this episode. Number two, like our post on either Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram. And then number three, comment with what movie you think should win best picture at this year's Academy Awards. And there's not just gonna be one winner, there's gonna be two winners, guys. Each winner can download the Movies Anywhere app. And I've already said this, but the app is free. And then you can punch that unique code that we're going to give you to redeem all those movies. I'm going to say it again. West Side Story, Nightmare Alley, Belfast, Dune, and King Richard. And we're going to announce the winner on March 25th, the Friday before the Academy Awards. So by the time the Academy Awards roll around and you watch these five movies, you'll almost be caught up for all the movies nominated for Best Picture. And I know you guys are already trying to enter this giveaway, but it's one more thing before I finish this up. The digital code can only be redeemed on Movies Anywhere. Registration with Movies Anywhere required, and it's open to U.S. residents 13 and older. And download the free Movies Anywhere app or visit MoviesAnywhere.com to redeem your code. We here at Pop Review, the movie podcast, are really excited to be partnering with Movies Anywhere. And we are also very excited to pick the winners, not just one, but two winners, on March 25th. And we're back, and let's keep this Oscar prediction train moving. Our next category is Best Visual Effects. And the nominees are Dune, Free Guy, No Time to Die, Shang-Chi and The Legend of the Ten Rings, and Spider-Man No Way Home. I mean, the Visual Effects Society Awards happened, and they gave it to Dune. So I'm pretty sure, and pretty much every predicting website is saying Dune. Uh, surprisingly, though, surprisingly, on Gold Derby, I've seen a couple people put Spider-Man No Way Home as their number one. Now, I think the only reason Spider-Man No Way Home would win... My, my prediction is Dune. I don't know if I said that, but it's Dune for best visual effects. But the only reason I can see them giving it to Spider-Man No Way Home is to be like, oh, we didn't recognize the movie and everyone now like wants... I mean, I think it deserved to be recognized more than it was, but there was such an outcry for like how little it got recognized, which I think is the reason why they put the fan favorite movie of the year or whatever it's called... Um, so I feel like if that wasn't there for the fan favorite, which I'm pretty sure it's going to win. It, God only knows it could be Cinderella. Who the fuck knows? Uh, but if that the fan favorite war was not there, I'd say Spider-Man No Way Home possibly could have won. But because it's there, I feel like it's still going to go to Dune. Uh, I mean, it could be an upset. I don't see it happening, but it, it, I wouldn't be surprised if it happened. But my prediction is still going to be Dune. Dune and score, I think, are Dune's like, most solid wins, I think. I could be wrong. I mean, this has kind of been a crazy year for nominations. So, I mean, it could be a crazy year for wins then. Who, who the fuck knows? But I'm going to go with my gut and go with Dune. Okay, so the next category is best costumes. Best costume designs, however you want to call it. Um, My prediction, let's just say it flat out, is Corella. Like, I know it's going to win. Like, I don't think there's anything else. The nominees for best cost, the other nominees for best costume design are Cruella, Cierno. Dune, Nightmare Alley, and West Side Story. Now all the websites are pretty much saying Cruella. There's a few that are saying Doom. And the and like I said, there's there's a very, 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 very small chance Dune can win if it sweeps. But I really do think even if it's sweeping, is still gonna win. The Costume Designer Guild Awards, the there's like three categories: Contemporary, period, and sci-fi fantasy. Dune won sci-fi fantasy, Coming to America won contemporary and Cruella One period now going back and looking through old costume category wins for the Oscars and when I was looking back it, it it had some fantasy it had some sci-fi fantasy movie wins but mostly it was period pieces they were pretty close but like period kind of overtopped sci-fi fantasy and Cruella One period film for costumes so I'm still thinking it's Cruella I mean like I said it's the most clear-cut winner everyone's saying except for except for a couple people saying Dune In that one sci-fi fantasy. So like I said, there's a small sliver of a chance if it's sweeping a win, but I still think Corella's gonna come out on top that night on Oscar night, um, and win the award overall. Okay, so the next category is it's a very tricky one for me. Uh, this one I had a lot of pro this one I had a hard time trying to pick a winner. The category is best cinematography. Uh my pick is Dune. So that's gonna be my pick, but I'm gonna but I'm gonna explain why I had some hard times picking one winner it, 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 it was it was a hard this was one of the last ones i kind of filled in before doing this episode the american society of cinematographers the, the their awards have not happened uh by the time i was filming this so that didn't help and also everyone kind of has a different number one uh so i'm going to go through sort of the some of the uh prediction websites um variety has power of the dog as number one indie wire has dune as number one gold derby i mean. There are people who have Tragedy, tragedy Macbeth as number one. Power of the Dog is number one. Um, Dune is number one. West Side Story is number one. So pretty much they have everything as number one. Like so that Except for like Nightmare Alley. So I can cross that off my list. And then pretty much everyone thinks it could be Power of the Dog, Dune, West Side Story, Tragedy Macbeth. And I'm like, that's too many options. Awards Watch says Power of the Dog. And then I have one from Enchant Weekly just to see what they said. And they said Dune. So like literally... I feel like it's, I guess that the race is between, if you're not, if taking out Goldor because there's a lot of people who are listing, there's like a bunch of people who are listing, it seems like it could be Power of the Dog or Dune. Like I said, I chose Dune. But let me actually, I'm getting ahead of myself. Let me read you the nominees. But I kind of already did when I listed all the names because pretty much everyone has a different one of the five. It's Dune, the the nominees for Best Cinematography are Dune, Nightmare Alley, Power of the Dog, The Tragedy Macbeth, and West Side Story. Do I think West Side Story can pull out a surprise win? I do. I don't think it's going to happen, but I I, I, I do think it could happen. I don't think it's going to happen. Like I said, like this whole episode so far, I feel like Paradox will win if they feel like that's the movie of the night. And it's going to get everything then. But if it's not, I don't think it's going to get that. Because if you looked at past Best Cinematography winners for the Academy Awards, there was Mank, there was 1917, Roma, Blade Runner 2049, uh, La La Land, The Revenant. Birdman, Gravity, Life of Pie, Hugo, Inception. That was from that were all the winners from the 2010s, 2020s. A lot of those movies are big movies. And I feel like the one that's sticking out to me the most is Blade Runner 2049, because I don't remember what was supposed to win. Maybe it was supposed to be Shape of Water. And they and Blade Runner 2049 kind of like pulled through. So I'm like sometimes I feel like they they pick a they pick grander movies over smaller movies that's why i picked that was the that was one of the reasons why i i I ended up picking dune as my pick there's not really a reason it kind of was like i went with more of the bigger movie because it seemed like that was the trend also i don't have the uh cinematography guild awards to back it up for me but if dune wins then i'm definitely putting dune and if something else wins then i might have to change my my um my pick but i don't know why i feel like west side story could come out of nowhere there's actually a surprise to it We won't know until we see what happens on Oscar night. And we are now on to best song, best original song. And the nominees are Be Alive from King Richard, Dos Agaritas from Encanto, Down to Joy from Belfast, No Time to Die from No Time to Die, and Somehow You Do from Four Good Days. I'm going to just say my pick flat out right now. My pick is No Time to Die from No Time to Die. And this is why I think that. Because... I think it's just won the most awards, to be quite honest with you. It won the Golden Globe. Uh, I looked at the Hollywood Music and Media Awards. It won Best Song for that. I went to the Society of Composer and Lyricists Awards. For Best Original Song in a Comedy or Musical, it was uh, Just Look Up from Don't Look Up, and that wasn't even nominated. Then you go to a, a Best Original Song from a Dramatic or Documentary Movie, No Time to Die from No Time to Die won. So another feather in its hat. You kind of look through the prediction websites. Almost all are no time to die. I'm pretty sure, actually. Like I said, except for Gold Derby. Gold Derby people have some. Um, people have other number ones, and 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 the uh, a lot of the people's number ones. There's like one King Richard. There's one Four Good Days. But mostly, if it's not no time to die, it's Encanto. And here's the thing: I actually can see Encanto winning. To be quite honest with you, I I can see it being easily spoiled we don't talk about bruno which was which is which is still actually which was and is still a huge like hit on social media like everyone's not for everyone is still talking about it because of how like well it did on social media kind of took off there and then it made people kind of like look at the movie differently and that became a huge hit because of how like the social impact of that movie and like how it like people on social media took to it so and people were very upset when we don't talk about bruno was it wasn't even like submitted to best song it was always Dos Tocoritas um hopefully I'm not saying that wrong I apologize if I am um but it was always that song from Encanto I feel like that I I don't know if they're either going to give Encanto best animated feature or best song to be like sorry we didn't nominate that song but like we want to still recognize your movie so I think it's going to be no time to die I, I just have that feeling because sometimes I feel like this award, it's a lot of celebrities, uh, not celebrity. well, yeah, celebrities, but also like just big names. And like you have from uh, King Richard, you have Beyonce. From Encanto, you have Lin-Manuel Miranda. From No Time Die, you have Billie Eilish. And then you have from Four Good Days, you have Diane Warren, who's been nominated like over 10 times. So like, is this the year? I don't think this is going to be the year, but the Academy could be like, well, sure, this is her year, and then give it to her, um, which I'm not always a fan of just giving it because it's their year. but. I I do think it's going to be No Time to Die from No Time to Die. That is my pick. But I I actually can very easily switch that to Dos Sogaritas from Encanto and say that's going to win. But it's kind of hard. I feel like if they give it best anime feature, are they also going to give it best song? But, like, because We Don't Talk About Bruno was the best best song everyone took to it and found it to be their favorite songs, mostly people did, are they going to give it best original song? So it's kind of like, yeah, you just kind of have to wait. And literally see when they open the envelope and see what happens, and we'll we, we'll see if there are any surprises. Okay, so the next two awards, they're gonna go back pretty quickly because because I, I I feel like the winners are pretty clear cut. Let's start with best international feature film. The nominees are Drive My Car, Flea, The Hand of God, Lunana, A Yak in the Classroom, and The Worst Person in the World. I mean, it's Drive My Car. I, I'm, I'm I'm almost a hundred percent positive it's Drive My Car. I would love it to be Flea because like I want Flea to like low key win best documentary international anime feature because that would just be like fucking dope but i don't think it's gonna happen the only one i can see it possibly getting spoiled by i don't think it's gonna happen but it's even about flea to to possibly upset drive my car is the worst person in the world because it got a lot of other nominations so i can see the academy kind of being like kind of if it showed a lot of love they must really like it but also drive my car got best picture so like i i do not see it losing Now, let's quickly pivot to Best Documentary Feature. And the nominations are Ascension, Attica, Flea, Summer of Soul, and Writing with Fire. Like I said, this is also a pretty clear-cut one, but I'm pretty sure it's going to be Summer of Soul. It's won everything, just like Drive My Car. Even though it didn't get Best Picture, it's still winning everything. And and actually, while I'm recording this, the BAFTAs are updating the uh, winners right now while I'm recording. And both Drive My Car and Summer of Soul have won their respective categories. So... I think my pick for Best International Feature, just to sum it up really quick, um, my Best International Feature Film pick is Drive My Car, and my Best Documentary Feature is Summer of Soul. I'd be shocked if anything else won. Okay, so the next category is Best Animated Feature, and the nominees are Encanto, Flea, Luca, The Mitchells vs. the Machines, Ryan, The Last Dragon. So let me just take you a little history right now. Before Encanto went to Disney+, and before... We don't talk about Bruno became a cultural sensation. I would have said the Mitchells versus machines is probably going to win this. It was going to kind of pull like an into the Spider-Verse situation. Funny enough, because it's Phil Lord and Chris Miller who produced both. Encanto then went to Disney Plus on Christmas Eve. <laughs> went to a step-by-step uh, story here. Encanto went to Disney Plus on Christmas Eve and it blew the fuck up. And then it went to social media. I said this, bef- I said this before. With best- I kind of talked about it a little bit with Best Song. But then it went to social media and blew up even more. And I feel like because it's been free promotion pretty much, like it literally is a free promotion for the movie and for your consideration and people are just like always looking at it. It's always in people's minds. And unfortunately the Mitchell vs. machines came out in March of 2021. So that was a, that was a year ago. It's, it's true when they say, when they push all those like Oscar campaigns, it works because you really think about it. You're like, Oh wow, that really was a good movie. So I don't know if I said this yet. So my pick is in for best animated feature. I do think the Mitchells vs. Machines could sneak in and steal it. But I don't think it's going to happen. But I do think it could happen. But pretty much everyone is in agreement. And like I said before with International and and uh, Documentary, as I'm recording this right now, the BAFTAs are dropping their winners. And Encanto won Best Anime Film. So another feather in their cap. When I talked about Best Song, since they're going to give probably like 90% give it to Encanto for Best Anime Feature, I I, I don't see them doing both to recognize We Don't Talk About Bruno. Uh, which which I brought up in Best Song. So that's why I do think that's why I did pick No Time to Die. Uh, and then this is where they get recognized as animated feature. Okay, now we are getting into categories that are actually, as I'm recording this episode, like I said before, the BAFTAs are dropping winners, and I'm actually changing answers right before I'm about to record. So some of these actually have been flipped. And by t- like I said in the earlier in the episode, I'm going to do a YouTube uh, video with like my final final right before the Oscars. It could flip again. So let's see. So now we're on to best adapted screenplay. The nominees are Coda, Drive My Car, Dune, The Lost Daughter, and The Power of the Dog. So let me, let me, let me before I literally started recording for the adapted screenplay, I had the power of the dog. Um, because I do think if they start winning a lot, it's just gonna go to it. It's gonna go to like Dune and Power of the Dog. I feel like that's gonna be the two like big movies that, that night. But also I looked at some of the prediction websites and a lot of people have lost daughter. She just won the Independent Spirit Award for Best Film, um, and she could she could come out of nowhere. She could be the dark horse. Now another, but like I said, the Baftas are updating their winners, and Coda won Best Adapted Screenplay, which I love. So actually, because last year people thought I think it was like No Man Land or something was going to win, and The Father won Best Adapted Screenplay at the Baftas, and then they won it at the Oscars. So I'm taking a chance. And I'm using that information. So my now my vote, my pick has now changed to Coda for Best Adapted Screenplay. I think the BAFTA tells a little more than people think. And I know some of the awards this year were like, nothing got nominated, that got nominated for Oscars, so there's no overlap. But uh, for Best Adapted Screenplay, it was pretty much the exact same nominees. So that's why I'm like, okay, I think the BAFTAs are giving us some clues. now. Now, I'm doing Adapted Screenplay now, then the next one's going to be a Best Original Screenplay. The WGA has not... The winners for the WGA have not been announced by the time I'm recording this. But a lot of the movies that were nominated were ineligible for the WGA, which something I'm not exactly sure of why. It confused me as well. So I don't know if the WGA is going to be very telling for the awards, for the Oscars. So yeah, I, I it, it, this is hot off the presses. I'm changing it to CODA for my pick for Best Adapted Screenplay. And I'm going to come back to this award later when we talk about Best Picture. So stay tuned. So now, like I said, the next one is... That's the original screenplay. I was was taking a very, very, very big gamble because everyone obviously would say licorice pizza is winning. Like everyone says that. So I was like, "Mm, okay, like I I think it's going to win probably. But I was like, I feel like Belfast could sneak into it because it won the Golden Globe and like it won against Paul Thomas Anderson, which I was shocked by. So I was like, maybe it will. Maybe it will. And I have to say the prediction websites are pretty split like me. It's like, could it go to Licorice Pizza? Could it go to Belfast? A lot of the websites combined, like, it's pretty much like 50-50. So I'm like, well, fuck, okay, let me take a risk. Let me say Belfast. Let me let me let me like that was my pick originally. And like I said, the BAFTAs are updating their winners. And I was like, oh, Licorice Pizza won. And then I was like, okay, Belfast was nominated, and didn't win. One knock for Belfast. And and Belfast won Best British Film. So I'm like, it was Belfast's to lose at the BAFTAs and it didn't even win at the BAFTAs, then I'm like, it's going to Licorice Pizza at the Oscars. My final prediction for Best Original Screenplay is Licorice Pizza. So just to sum it up, I've changed them. And now my Best Adapted Screenplay pick is Coda, and my Best Original Screenplay is Licorice Pizza. I'm actually very excited to see what happens on Oscar Night for these particular two awards, because I feel like there's a lot of, like, which one could it be, you know? But I always love that for award shows. You don't really know the winner. So I like when there's more surprises than certain's. Okay, so the next category is best supporting actress, and the nominees are Jesse Buckley, The Lost Daughter, Ariana Du Bois, West Side Story, Judy Dench, Belfast, Kristen Dunst, The Power of the Dog, and Anjanou Ellis, King Richard. I feel like my I don't know if I've said this throughout the episode yet, but I'm pretty sure this is the probably most solid win of the night. And I really do think this is the most like clear-cut winner of the night acting categories are always sometimes like unpredictable cuz like there there have been such big upsets that i'm like whoa like that was like not what i was expecting my pick is probably everyone's pick and it's ariadne's boys for west side story just like with costumes for Cruella, i'd be shocked if something else wins but also like i said acting's a little more um tricky acting's a little more temperamental cuz like Kristen Dunst technically could win judy dench she's like an icon everyone's like oh i love her let me nominate her she could win but like it's ariana boys from west side story so like pretty much like it's like a round of applause to her congratulations to her because you pretty much won so now the next one is best supporting actor okay nominated for best supporting actor is Sirian hines from belfast troy kotzner from coda jesse Plemons from the power of the dog jk simmons from being the ricardos and cody smith mcphee from power of the dog this i feel like is clear cut with a possibility to be to be like an upset for a lot of people, it's between like Cody Smith-McPhee for The Power of the Dog and Troy Kotzner for Coda. My pick is Troy Kotzner-Kodak because he won the SAG. He's kind of, he won BAFTA. He, he's really been winning a lot of stuff. Um, And for the acting also, like the Critics' Choice Awards haven't been uh, announced yet. So I can't incorporate that into my picks for the acting or really for anything, any of the categories. So just put that into consideration. When you hear this, it's going to be already announced the winners, but I didn't see the winners yet while recording it. So yeah, I feel like it's I feel like it's gonna be Troy Kostner because like I said, he won SAG and he's won BAFTA and he's won a lot of stuff. But Cody Smith McPhee was like a critical darling, and he won like all the critics all the critics awards, and he won the Golden Globe. So it's like to me, my pick is Troy Costner, and that's the winner, and I know that for a fact, and that's in my gut that he's gonna win. But Cody Smith McPhee is not that far behind. Now let's talk Best Actress because. Let's just say the nominees first. Jessica Chastain, The Eyes of Tammy Faye, Olivia Colman, The Lost Daughter, Penelope Cruz, Parallel Mothers, Nicole Kidman being the Ricardos, Kristen Stewart, Spencer. My pick is Jessica Chastain, The Eyes of Tammy Faye. And I think the SAG Awards pretty much solidified her win for the Oscars. Now, you can say, oh, Matt, like, what about the year Glenn Close won everything and then Olivia Colman won at the Oscars or Chadwick Boseman last year won everything and Anthony Hopkins won at, at the Oscars. Here's the thing. So, like I said, the BAFTAs are happening while I'm recording right now, and there were absolutely no nominees that, uh, the Best Actress nominees for BAFTA and Oscars don't overlap for one single nomination. I don't know if the BAFTAs are really, be ta- the BAFTAs aren't telling for this, for this particular award. Now, while Nicole Kimmel won Golden Globe, she didn't win SAG, and I think her not winning SAG means she's not winning Best Actress. Uh, Kristen Stewart didn't get nominated for anything, so I think she was more just a nomination and not gonna win. Penelope Cruz, she was kind of a wild card when she got nominated, so I was like, okay, like, she's just a nomination. Olivia Colman, never count out Olivia Colman because, like I just said, with Glenn Coase for The Wife a couple years ago, she just came out of nowhere and won it, but she won the BAFTA. Now that there's no overlap between the BAFTAs and the Academy Awards, I, it, literally you're kind of walking in blind to the Oscars for Best Actress category. So once that happens, it's like really no one knows what's happening until you open that envelope. But Jessica Chastain at least has SAG. And normally, normally when you win SAG, you win Best Actress. I think that put her to my number one, and that's why my pick is Jessica Chastain. Definitely a big award to keep your eye out was Best Actress. And I mean, impossibly based on how people are like, how it's winning. Like being the Ricardos wins Best Supporting Actor or Best Actor. Then it might go to Nicole Kidman. Or if The Lost Daughter is a very loved movie at the Oscars, Olivia Colman might win. So it's a really interesting category and I'm really excited to see it. So let's move on to the last acting category. Best Actor. The nominees are Harvey Bardem, being the Ricardos. Ben the Cumberbatch, The Power of the Dog, Andrew Garfield, Tick, Tick, Boom, Will Smith, King Richard, and Denzel Washington, The Tragedy of Macbeth. This is one, it's weird. Like, I don't know why. My gut feeling says ben the Cumberbatch is going to win. But, like, there's been no indications pointing that way except that he's won a lot of the critics awards. A lot of the Critic Best Actor awards. Like, literally, like, Will Smith has won the Golden Globe. This SAG. He just won the BAFTA. Like, and, like, I was waiting for the BAFTA because I was like, there's been, like, the whole Anthony Hopkins, Shavik Boseman thing. And Olivia Coleman, a Glenn Close thing. So I was like, let me see. But he won. I was like, okay, that's pretty much solidified that he's gonna win Best Actor. It's just that weird category where I'm like, I my pi- my pick is Will Smith. By the way, I don't know if I said that. My pick is Will Smith for King Richard. But like, my gut is telling me that Benedict Cumberbatch could win. I don't know why. I really don't know why. They pretty much told Will Smith come to the Oscars because you're getting an award. So there's not much else to say on the matter. So we'll we'll just have to <laughs> we'll have to wait and see. Okay. So the second to last nomination prediction of this episode and probably be my shortest one to talk about because, I, I mean, it's Best Director and my pick is Jane Campion for The Power of the Dog. The other nominees are Kenneth Bragna, Belfast, Rizu Kamaguchi. hopefully I pronounced that right, I apologize if I didn't, Drive My Car, Paul Thomas Anderson, Licorice Pizza, Jane Campion, like I said, Power of the Dog, Steven Spielberg, West Side Story. This category is tied as the most clear-cut winner. I mean, Jane Campion, I don't think, has lost an award. She just recently won the DGA for Best Director. She just won the BAFTA for Best Director. Could someone else get, could someone else win? Yeah, sure. We've seen things like that. We've seen crazy things like that happen at the Oscars. We've seen where like, they're like, oh, it's this director, it's this director, it's this director, and then it's not that director. It's going to be Jane Campion, The Power of the Dog, and if it's not, I would probably say that it would go to Steven Spielberg for West Side Story. I just have that. There's just a feeling in that if they if really it's not going to go to her, which I don't see it happening, maybe Steven Spielberg, West Side Story. But my pick is Jane Campion, The Power of the Dog, and that's that. <laughs> We've made it to the last Oscar nomination prediction of this episode. Best Picture, let me give the nominees first, and then I'll talk a little bit about it. Because I, I have I have some thoughts about this one. I have a pick, but I think a lot of things can happen, actually. So the nominees for Best Picture are Belfast, Coda, Don't Look Up, Drive My Car, Dune. King Richard, Licorice Pizza, Nightmare Alley, The Power of the Dog, and West Side Story. Now, you hear those names, and you're like, oh, The Power of the Dog's winning. And at first, and my pick is The Power of the Dog, because I think it is going to win. I think it's just one too much not to win. But here, here's my thing. Like, every list says Power of the Dog. Here's one, another one. Here, what does it say? Power of the Dog. Another one, Power of the Dog. Variety has Belfast, which, interesting. Power of the Dog's at number three. But the number two movie on 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 uh variety is Coda, and that's the one I want to talk about because I think there is a huge chance that Coda can come and win Best Picture and fucking just come out of nowhere and fucking steal it from Power of the Dog. And I actually, even though it's not my pick, I hope that happens. I just don't know how likely it's gonna happen. So that's why it's not my pick and it's Power of the Dog because I didn't uh PJ hasn't happened yet while I'm recording this. But the Baftas it won best it, Be- it won Best Picture at the Baftas. It won the Golden Globe. It won so many critics' awards. I mean, it's crazy the amount it won. So I think it's going to be that, but I'm really telling you, I, I I do think CODA can come and just be like a secret assassin and be like, boom, 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 we just won Best Picture. You never saw it coming. They were the only movie the SAG awards to win more than one award, and they won Best Cast. Now, here's the thing. I said it during Adapted Screenplay that CODA was going to win, and I wanted to, it was going to come back to Best Picture because – it's the same situation with, like, Encanto. It's like, I think they really want to recognize Coda, and they have three awards that they could possibly do it in. And I think Troy Kotzner is definitely getting it. And I think Adaptive Screenplay actually has a really good chance to get it now. Now, they, now here's the thing. They're on a roll. Do they just get Best Picture? Or are they going to come so close and then lose Best Picture? I really don't know. And I I'm I'm kind of hoping that all this happens and they get... I think they only got three nominations. Yeah, it got three nominations. And if it won all three nominations, that's fucking great. Like, that is so. That means it's a good film. It won every award it got nominated for. I think it should have got more nominations, but that is just me. That's the thing. People are saying Belfast. I don't know. I mean, it won best British film at BAFTA, but it didn't even win best picture. And it's like it's like a British award show. So I'm like, if it couldn't even win best picture at a British award show, does it even have a chance at best picture? So that's why to me it's kind of out right now, and it's between. In my opinion, Coda and Power of the Dog. Could West Side Story sneak up in there? Eh, I guess. I mean, I feel like because it's on Disney Plus now people are actually really seeing it and really like going crazy for it because I guess they didn't really see it in theaters so they wait for Disney Plus and now they're watching it on streaming. But I think my pick, like I said, is the Power of the Dog. I think it's going to win, but I really, really wanted to put Coda for Best Picture because oh, I want it to win so badly and I hope it wins. And it would be, like, there's a few times where it's like, oh like you know like the movie was really good but it wasn't like my one of my number ones to like win and like my i wish tick tick boom was on here because i think that got snubbed so that would been my number one but now that tick tick boom is off here my number one's coda and like a number one movie that one of the ones where it's like out of all these movies i want this one to win it doesn't necessarily always happen that that movie is winning so it's it's fun to see um the movie that i'm like rooting for to win because like last because like oh, the last couple of years they're always been like oh they're in like they're like if mine can't win this should win. And like, that's what it's been for a while. But like, I, you know, for, I remember when the last one that I was like actually rooting for won, won. Oh, was it Parasite? Probably. I don't know. It gives me like an extra like joy to just like want to put coda for Best Picture, but I don't know how likely that's going to happen. So I, I'm going to have to put Power the Dog. So those are all my nominations. So those are all my predictions for the 94th Academy Awards. I'm really curious to see how many I get right. But also, like I said at the beginning of the episode and throughout the episode, I think I've sprinkled it in, that um, closer to the Oscars, I'm going to do a YouTube video on our YouTube page, obviously, as like a final, final uh, predictions. So you might see the same ones, but I feel like there's also some other awards that come out before the Oscars that are detrimental to some of these uh, categories. So that will be my final, final, but... I'm curious off of this list how many I get right and then how many I change on my YouTube video and get though and how many I get right off of that. I don't know, predicting's just fun. So thank you so much for listening. Um next week, in our third week of our awards month, we are doing our like I said in the beginning of the episode, our pop awards. It's such a fun show. We recorded it already and it's literally like our version of the oscars so it's so much fun and i can't wait for you guys to see the win- or hear the winners and uh who we chose to win the golden bottle for our pop awards and then our fourth and final week like i said also in the beginning of the show is going to be a recap of the 94th academy awards so i hope you're enjoying this month and we have a lot more stuff to do this month so please keep coming back and listening and on behalf of me jimmy and kelly we will see you later goodbye Thanks so much for listening. You can hear us anywhere you listen to podcasts, and we want to hear what you think, so leave us a review. Give us some likes on social media at Review. Click around www.popporereview.com. Become a member of our Patreon page, patreon.com backslash poppoorreview for exclusive content and drink recipes. And one last thing before you go, make sure to check out the Titan Media Collective and TitanCast Network. Enjoy the rest of your Movie Monday.